Hi everyone, welcome back to Deconstructing Damsels. I'm Jessica, the host, and I wanted to thank you guys so much for your patience on waiting for the latest episode. I know that it's been a little bit wonky time-wise, but as I noted in my last official one for the podcast, I had a miscarriage in April and I just did not have the concentration or the ability to really focus on the literature aspect of the podcast. And then I got a dog. The dog has helped me a lot with my miscarriage. Um, I'm able to transfer those feelings into to helping someone or something. And for me, that that's very important. And so helping my dog, Penny, is vitally important. I will have a picture of her on the front of this episode because it's not one book focused, but it should always be focused on my adorable dog. Penny is older. She was a street dog in, we think Barcelona is what we were told. We're not entirely sure, but we definitely know she came from Spain and she's adorable and very lazy, which is perfect for me, but she's turned me into a hiker, which is another reason I haven't had a lot of time because we do about three, three kilometer walks a week, you know, during non-shark week expeditions. So, you know, I've had a lot of movement and getting used to this and she's been sick and She's been my priority, but the good news is, is I'm back. So I'm going to try and record an episode with some of the people that were scheduled previously. I'm going to have those as soon as possible. But in the meantime, I've got this episode, which is kind of a catch-up episode. So I read a lot and I don't remember everything I read. I literally started a list and then I realized, oh, I can't keep up with it. Because I went through very long phases of not reading and then reading and then I don't remember everything and it's just been a whole thing. I will say that there's been a mix of mostly contemporary and historical with some non-fiction or not non-fiction but non-romance fiction um, and a little bit of here and there. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the ones that were and then there was one paranormal that I think I'm going to discuss on my Patreon. Which, shout out to Carrie for being another Patreon. Actually, hold on. Shout out to the Patreons anyway. Sorry. Um, this is for What's Her Name podcast. It's for D. Elms. And it is for Carrie Purvis, who is going to be a future guest on this epi- on the in the next like month or so. And I wanted to say thank you guys. It's been really important. Um, last week... Uh, this last episode, I took the, the podcast Blackout very seriously because I grew up in Atlanta and I wanted to make sure that everyone was aware of the fact that I understand I'm privileged. And I want to say that, like, I know I'm privileged. I mean, I want people to realize that I know I fucked up on this podcast. I know I don't always cover enough authors of color, of women of color, and I'm aware of that and I'm trying to rectify it. I've got, you know, a couple books I want to talk about and they're going to be coming up in the next couple months. But suffice to say, I I took it seriously because of that. I know I have a lot of privilege and I know I have a lot of options that a lot of, of bloggers of color, of authors of color, of people of color, but especially more importantly for me in this podcast, women of color, I I'm aware of that and I wanted to acknowledge it. So I wanted to to put that out there and explain why I did podcast blackout last time and also why I mentioned all women on the episode. And if you haven't listened, please go back and listen to it because there are some names in there that I don't know if they were mentioned in other ones, but like 
Katherine Johnson was huge for me. So go ahead and given the unrest in the world right now, specifically like in Atlanta and all of that, I just, I, I wanted to focus on that. Okay. So I'm going to try and lighten the mood now. <laughs> My husband will be editing this soon. He's had things he's had to do as well. So hopefully it'll be up sometime in the next couple of days. Okay. I've read so much fiction and I've been keeping up with the news, but not entirely with, with Romance Landia. So I don't have a huge backlog of that. So we're going to focus on the book side of it today. So I tried a few new authors. I tried a few new things and generally speaking, I liked them and some of them I can't wait to read the sequels to and whatnot. So here's just some of the books I read. I read Julia Quinn's The Viscount Who Loved Me, Alyssa K. Adams' The Bromance Book Club. I read Joe Beverly, well, reread Joe Beverly's Forbidden and Dangerous Joy. I read Susan C. Daffron's Shay Stinky. I also read Eloisa James's Duchess in Love, The Brooklyn Air by Serena Bowen, Alien Pets by Trisha McNary, The Vine Witch by Lewin S. Smith. So, The Vine Witch and Alien Pets are not necessarily um, romance, but they're there. And then I also read Mac Flynn's Marked by the Wolf. Some of these got high ratings, some of these got low ratings. I can tell you that the one I was very impressed with, which was, again, not a romance, but I'm going to talk about it because there is a romance subplot that's actually pretty important. Um, the Vine Witch by Luann G. Smith. I ordered her sequel to the, the next in the series, The Glamorous, which I haven't read yet, but it arrived on my on my um, Amazon account in the past couple weeks, which makes me very excited because I was really into that world. She's got this really nice, like, magical French world, but it's, you can imagine, like, it, it's this very great, like, alternate reality. And I was really impressed with the, the way she created the care, the heroine, and I'm, I'm big on that, as we know. So I think that I'm going to put that as a Patreon-only episode, because it's not technically romance, but I think it's got a lot of elements that readers like. And then... I read uh, Julia Quinn for the first time. I thought I'd read her before, and I may actually, I have, but I read her in the anthologies. I hadn't read like a full novel, and I loved The Viscount Who Loved Me. I thought it was great. It was definitely a good introduction. I appreciated the effort that she put into creating heroines that have strong personalities. I don't mean they're strong women, but I mean they have strong personalities. They know who they are. They know what they want. I love that on every level. I also enjoyed... Lisa K. Williams, uh, The Bromance Book Club. It wasn't quite as high. I didn't put it, you know, like as a four or five. But it was a solid three stars. I felt like there was probably some stuff that were rushed in there. And it, just, it, it didn't work for me entirely. But I appreciated the idea of men reading romance. Men saying, okay, you fucked up. So why are you not following what they're reading? Which is not to say to give it a pattern. But to show what your wife is enjoying. Why she's enjoying it. What it goes together. I think that's kind of what I wish had been a little bit more to it, too, instead of just the guys trying to figure out what it was. It'd be nice if they'd been paying attention to what the, the women were reading. But I also like the fact that in that one, the heroine was willing to leave. She was willing to say, okay, I'm done with this. You either work to gain back my trust, gain me back, or we're gone. Totally love that. I also read uh, Shay Stinky, which 
I'm not really sure if it's a romance. I got it from the romance section, but it felt more like a women's fiction Miss Slotted. I didn't really like that one at all. I felt like it was too rushed. There was a, there was a huge romance subplot that made no sense to me. And I, I just felt like if they had taken that away and just focused on the bigger elements of the story, I thought it really would have worked. It was set, obviously, in like the early 90s, you know, and it, just, it felt a little anachronistic sometimes. But it's not a bad book by any measure. It's actually very good. But it just, it wasn't my style. But I appreciate the fact that, like, she inherited a house full of animals. That's my kind of house, man. I Obviously, I have Penino. All right, and then I also read Eloisa James, who's actually usually a comfort read for me when I'm feeling, I read this early on, she's very much a comfort read, but Duchess in Love only got like two stars from me because I felt like it, it didn't have the substance that I expect from an Eloisa James book. And then I read Max Flynn's Marked by the Wolf. That just got a straight one. It, it just, it, <sighs> that's all I have, honestly. It just It's like, there was really no plot it was very quick sketching of characters. It was missing a lot of the interest I want to put into a into a book and to value and excuse any bumps because that's my dog stretching out on the bed and hitting the back wall. I will say that I I wanted to like Brooklyn Air. I thought there were some really great characteristics of Becca. Uh, I thought that Becca had a strong personality. There was I wish some things had been changed around and I wish that it had been ended a little bit differently because I think it would have been more important, which is why it's kind of like waffling between a three star for me. I just I thought Becca deserved a little bit more growth as a character because she had such a strong knowledge of herself and an awareness. And I feel like sometimes the romance overtook the self identity that had been established for the character. And I really didn't care about Nate, honestly. I don't read a lot of billionaire books because they, they, they don't get they don't grab my attention, to be perfectly honest. That's why you see me reading what I review in here. But I wanted to like it. It just, it, it was, there were some few things that kind of threw it around for me. I definitely enjoyed Alien Pets, which is like what happens when it's 10,000 years later after like World War Three, and you've got a random selection of like genetic material from all over the world and then you go in from the space and you're suddenly going from living like 80 years to 200. It was very good though. I, I really liked the commentary on Earth now and how sometimes things don't always change and what it's like to be a companion to an alien species that's somewhat like you but not. There, there was just a lot of really interesting observations from it. Fair warning there is some elements of um, sexual violence and assault, I, but I thought the book did a really good job of establishing how and why things exist the way they do. I actually am recommending that book. So I'm leaving Joe Beverly for last, and that's because Joe Beverly is Joe Bev is probably the the first reader I came into as an adult for the romance and Joe Beverly was my everything for the longest time like I love devilish at one point I had a fan fiction uh, account specifically because of the account I really appreciate some of the women that she writes she writes these strong women like Diana again from the devilish it's just like this badass elf is not far behind I, I like her company of rogues I really like people like Eleanor and Beth and 
I liked Felicity, who is in one of the books that I read, reread, I should say, because I bought them on sale when they were on Amazon for like 99 cents or $1.99 or whatever, because I actually had the physical copies. I, I didn't buy, originally I read the actual like paperback versions and I couldn't bring them with me. So I was like, hey, why not bring Comfort home? Unfortunately, some things don't always work around. I really liked Forbidden. I gave Forbidden four stars, but I reread Dangerous Joy and that one hurt my soul a little bit because I remember loving it in the early 2000s. I wanted to like it so much because I, I love the world because, again, there's an animal involved. And anyone that knows me, if there's an animal, I'm just march me there. So Anne and I watch um, the Cincinnati Zoo show. We've been watching that the whole quarantine. We've been watching Hope for Paws, which is a really great um, YouTube channel as well, where they rescue animals in California. I've been watching some of, like, Jackson Galaxy, and I've been watching a couple of things online from different parts of the world with animal rescue. And so it's it's been a huge thing for me, especially during the quarantine as I've been healing my heart and soul a little bit. And so I was really excited to reread Dangerous Joy because I remember there was cats in there. The only thing is, is I think that it didn't necessarily work. Felicity worked. Like Felicity was a badass. Like she was like, okay, this happened to me. I'm determined to get what I need out of it. But I felt like it was too pat. There was, there was like, there was just a lack of emergency on the side of the, the hero. And I, I, I can't, I demand more than that. Miles would have been great, but there was that. And then there's a the whole like cat subplot with Aunt Annie. I was down with Aunt Annie. I was like, okay, can we just take Aunt Annie and Felicity and move her to like forbidden and let her deal with Serena and we'll be good. I, I think she would definitely fit in the company of rogues in that Aunt Annie specifically not Felicity because Felicity ends up in the family but I I definitely think that it's hard rereading your favorites if you've taken a long time to do it you know during the early 2000s right around the 2010s I was reading a lot of Susan Elizabeth Phillips and even 10 years between then and now and seeing how much I read is very different and I I tried to reread a couple of hers I tried to reread Kiss an Angel and the amount of humiliation and abuse, and I know there are podcasts who love her, and I loved her 10 years ago, but I, I can't. I've just realized there's been so much humiliation with women. It's kind of like part of her brand, and I, I can't do it. Because in Kiss and Angel, I thought Daisy was a total badass. She was thrown into this world she couldn't understand. She was thrown from being a socialite to being like a carnival worker's wife she was thrown into this situation where no one liked her no one cared about her because she came from the rich and she was trying her best to do what she could to join the party like you know it was a deal made between her husband and her father that she had no control over because she was flighty i was like okay how many like socialite men do we see that are flighty i mean hello anyway it was great to see that. I, well, not great to see that. Great to see that she was strong within herself. She had a, a sense of identity and self, which I'm sure you've noticed in this podcast episode is kind of a key factor in me liking a character. I did not like how it was written. I did not like the humiliation aspect. I did not like the breaking of the down because, you know, that old school idea of break down to create a stronger character and I think that's bullshit because as women we go through enough breakdowns we don't need to be completely obliterated 
So uh, that one was a really hard one for me to reread. And I found out that I just, I can't read Susan Elizabeth Phillips anymore. When I started kind of looking at all the themes that kind of overlapped, I think Joe Bev may end up in that category for the most part, except for maybe a few. And I will say that uh, Phillips stuff was written in the 2000s, late 90s, not the early 80s. So that was kind of an alarming knowledge for me to have. I definitely read more than that, guys. I don't remember all of them. Uh, as I said, some of these will end up as bonuses on Patreon. I know for a fact that The Vine Witch will, I'm thinking, maybe Eloisa James and Alien Pets. And let me be clear, this list is very white, but that's because I don't remember ever the books I read. This is why I should be writing things down, by the way. This is, this is what I read in the beginning, basically, and a few in between that I remembered along the way. The summer reading that I'm going to do, maybe just for me and not necessarily for the podcast, is A Song of Wrath and Ruin, The Glamorist, which is the sequel to Divine Witch, and there are a few more. Just trying to kind of trindle out what I'm reading to give you guys a little bit more comparisons and stuff like that. Even if you guys haven't read the book and I don't cover them, I can still discuss them. I want to thank everyone's patience again. It's It's been a huge deal for me. And we should have Carrie up soon and Courtney from The Cult of Domesticity. I'm never going to say that word right. Sorry. She will be coming on to talk about Sulika Snyder. I am so sorry. I know you told me how to say it and I, it's been like three months. I'm sorry. I'm trying. We're going to be talking about her Prim Numbers anthology. I'm going to try and have a few more anthologies up because I found out I have a whole lot more. Oh yeah, during my little self-quarantine because of, you know, not being able to communicate very well. I've also been trying to put the books that I have on my Amazon collection in, in collections and good God, that was like 800 books. So, still a thing in progress. It's going to take me another couple of months, I think, before I keep adding more. Anyway, so the point being, I have a lot more books that I read and I have filed them away and I don't remember where I found them away. It's a special world I live in. And as I get better at German, I actually bought a German romance novel. I don't know if you guys are aware, but over here we have like little like um, quarterly magazines basically where you can buy like five, four or five romance short stories in a in like a little magazine, which kind of reminds me of something that my parents had like the, almost like the five and dime and stuff that my family used to talk about before. And so I bought one uh, like four months ago and I still don't speak it or read it well enough to, to do it, but I got it to teach me. So I'm going to get back into that and I'm thinking that that's going to be a Patreon only thing where like every time I read a story, I can talk about it and we can discuss, you know, the differences and how they're written and how they're given. I, I think that would be fun for an, and like maybe do like one every six because I don't read fast. Sorry. <laughs> I love the way my dog crumples in her sleep. All right. So that's about it for now. I, I have more stuff that I want to bring down the pipeline. I don't want to discuss it too much because it's just been kind of a chaotic couple of months. I am really lucky to have you guys listening to me. And I want to say that as loudly as I can without yelling because it's 10 o'clock in the morning and my in-laws would like to, you know, not have screaming people at this time of morning. But I want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for standing behind me 
the Lady Pod Squad and the retweet group I'm in, I, I want to thank you guys so much for, for keeping my name out there. Book of Lies, specifically, I want to thank because you guys have been really helpful for me. Um, by constantly putting me in those follow Fridays and stuff like that. And I don't always, I don't expect it because I think people forget about the podcast because it's not very consistent right now, but oh my God, it means the world to me. And also I want to thank the What a Creep podcast, A, for being entertaining, B, for tackling the fuck boys of whatever, not to be confused with the fuck boys of literature, by the way, another really good podcast, but I want to thank you guys for, you know, constantly communicating with me on Twitter I'm, I'm Twitter-based. Like, I, I don't understand Instagram that well. Facebook is hell. So, Twitter's kind of like my main thing, and y'all keep talking to me. And specifically, <laughs> I want to thank all the people on Twitter that have been keeping me together during this time. Like, checking in, making sure I'm okay. And Chicklet for Life, I adore you just completely and mouse and wings and all y'all have been checking on me and <sighs> miscarriages are really scary and they're worrying and they make you just go a little bit bananas and you guys checking in and saying hey you know you're 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 good um it means a lot like I, I can't ex I can't explain why um, it just, it means a lot because where I am now, I'm not around my, my family that I grew up in. So my support system is very small now. So all the online communications and everything has been a gift from the universe. And I just, I want to say thank you for letting me laugh, letting me like have fun. You know, I, and Rosemary Ray is always saying something that I can, that I can talk about and we can communicate with. And I just want to say thank you guys. I really want you to, to enjoy life in this moment, even when the pandemic, even with the, the racial inequality and racial division within the world, with the world setting itself on fire every month, apparently with a new problem. I, I just, I want to say enjoy those little moments because you never know when they're going to be. If you would like to see pictures of me when I'm, or not me, because I don't take pictures of me because, huh, no. Um, but if you'd like to see pictures of where I live and, and more of Penny, you'll find more on the, um, Vospo blog at Vospo blog at Twitter. Um, also same thing with the, the Instagram. I Instagram that account more than Instagram deconstructed damsels because again let me repeat i don't understand instagram so please 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 tell the people that you love you love them so they don't forget and tell them that you're proud of them when they do something really good because that's something i sometimes forget to do and i'm trying to make a point of mentioning it on the podcast as well as in real life and guys be be happy within yourselves no one else has the right to take that away from you until next time when we will have guest Courtney, I will see you go. Oh, I guess you'll listen to me on repeats, I guess. Good luck. If you really want to do some repeats, the Little Red Riding Hood from like two years ago was great. Okay. See you guys. <laughs> Enjoy the groans.
Bye, guys. Mm-hmm.